What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, team? This is Kaisa, and welcome to the Kaisa Fit Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. I am here with my dear friend, Les, and we are going to hit you with a pretty fun, a pretty fun and in-depth conversation today around movement and what I do to move. Yeah, how you're currently moving. Well... Are y'all ready for this one, first of all? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, how do we even begin this one, Les? Yeah. Well, we can be like super straightforward here. Like what is your training routine looking like these days? Today. Okay. Because yeah. it changes every single day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so right now my training routine is so much more minimal than it's been in a long time, mm-hmm. um, which I guess we can get into and kind of dive into has been a little bit of a struggle for me. But Every morning I go train down at um, Athletic Form in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Um, And for the past maybe three plus years, I've actually hired a trainer. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, it was was just getting to the point where I just wanted to show up, turn my my mind off and just have somebody tell me what to do. And I just wanted um, to be also held accountable by somebody. And so I've had a trainer – um, varying like different trainers for over three years now, which mm-hmm. has been amazing. But my movement has definitely evolved over the years. Um, it comes in seasons. And right now I'm in a, I don't want to call it a slump. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to have a different mindset around yeah. this. Um, but I'm just so busy with work mm-hmm. that what used to be like several hours in the gym is turning into an hour. Yeah. And I'm just not feeling as... Um, in shape and just, you know, I'm not feeling as badass as I normally do. And I think I just have to check myself on what that means because I'm so happy in the whole scope of life and how things are that I just need to have a little reality check of you can't do everything um, and be everything all at once. So, Yeah. yeah. How do you define badass? Like what does being in shape or feeling badass mean to you? It's a good question. I think as you're saying that, I was like, I guess I need to redefine that. Um, <laughs> I think for me, it's always been the ability to do anything in a specific moment that I just decided I wanted to do. Yeah. Not not on the first take, mm-hmm. but I've always physically, I've always had this relationship. After basically I graduated from college, I just, my mindset totally shifted on like my abilities um, with my body and just feeling like if I wanted to do something, I was going to be able to do it. Yeah. And really like having fun and challenging myself to do all those things. Yeah. And it also takes a level of, you know, you have, I have always been in shape to a certain level to be able to, within that moment, do it. But mm-hmm. I'm out of shape right now. Like mm-hmm. low key for me, yeah. I'm out of shape right now. I spent, um, I know we had talked about this last time, but I spent a good portion of my summer um, not moving as much as I normally had because yeah. I was really, I was training a client and I was taking care of him and it just totally shifted everything. And so yeah. when I came back to it, I'm also, 
almost 34 years old, you know, things are different. I'm, I fall out of shape, quote unquote shape a lot faster and coming back to it has just been a little bit more of a struggle, but it's also been such a humbling experience for me because at the end of the day, you know, there were times in my life where I had two plus hours to dedicate to movement. Um, and I just don't have that anymore. I, you know, work is crazy busy. Thank, you know, God, I'm very grateful for all of that, but it's just not the same. Yeah. Definitely. So now that you have less time to train than maybe you did before, what does that mean in terms of what your sessions look like? Does mm. that mean that you are maybe doing less things? Does that mean that you up the intensity in some ways? Like, how do you adjust that? Girl, I'd love to up the intensity and rebel tries, but <laughs> I get so tired now. I'm like, rebel. <laughs> That's my trainer. I'm like, oh, I can't. Um, so it definitely is. So we try to utilize that hour as much as we possibly can, you know, from start to finish. So, but by the time that I've warmed up and I'm out there and and no joke, low key, I'm not recovering as much. So we may do, you know, like the other day, if he's having me do like sled pushes, I'm not recovering that fast. Like you're going to have to give me a breather, which eats into my 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, And then I'll get back to it. But, you know, I'm just trying, I think it's all just all about the mindset and I'm just, I'm trying to have a positive mindset and be accepting of myself in this place. And, you know, just again, turning it around and having fun with it and keeping it lighthearted. For me, movement is always a positive space and I'm not willing, um, I'm not going to be allowing myself to to turn it into this negative space and focus on the things that I can't do. Just focus on what I can do, focus on the fact that I'm in there on a daily basis and I'm moving and, um, and I feel good. Yeah. And I think it's also, though, it's interesting. So we have um, a new program that I created, the 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the whole point of that was because I realized I had such minimal time mm-hmm. that I needed to be able to do something to maximize that time. Yeah. And so that whole program was dedicated to what's like, what can we actually achieve within 20 minutes? Yep. And it's a pretty kind of like balls to the wall program. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's been incredible. Like you, there's a lot that you can do in 20 minutes. Yep. If you change your mindset to like, you're going to utilize that full 20 minutes, there's a lot that you can do. And I always, I'm like, any movement is better than none. Mm-hmm. And a 20 minute workout is, can be a game changer in your day. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Yeah. So what you're saying actually reminds me a lot of this book that I read last year that like changed my life called The Four Agreements. Have mm-hmm. you heard of it? Heard of it and have it. Never read it though. Awesome. Okay. Great. That's great. Hey, <laughs> you'll, you'll enjoy what I'm about to say. It'll be new to you. Okay. <laughs> So basically the four agreements, it's like there's four kind of pillars that you can use to like approach life. And the fourth agreement is always do your best. And what the author talks about when it comes to doing your best is doing your best in that moment, but not being attached to a certain outcome. So doing your best at what you're doing, not because you expect to be able to achieve a certain thing or perform at a certain level or being attached to maybe getting a certain reward from doing your best, but doing your best being in the process where you're at to do it. Mm. And I, it's just, this just reminds me so much of what we're saying because I've had such a similar space with fitness and feeling very like out of shape compared to where I once was. And now when I move, like things that were not hard are now very hard. And I have to remind myself of like, I'm doing my best with where I'm at right now. And that outcome that used to be what I could do a year ago 
it's okay if that's not my outcome today because I'm not doing it for the outcome. I'm doing it for that moment and to do my best in that moment. Less just dropping knowledge bombs. (laughs) I think it brings it back to one of our other conversations around you also talking neutral. Yeah. Um, And I think that like doing your best in the moment and being able to recognize, you know, that you're doing your best Mm -hmm. is hugely important. Mm -hmm. And I love that you said that. And it's also being neutral around things Mm -hmm. and not having, I think one of the main things for me is not having... um, movement is my identity. Mm-hmm. And so if I can have a different relationship with it and have this neutral relationship with it, then that is such a game changer for me and such a pivotal moment of how I look at myself and how I define all of that. So yeah, yeah I totally appreciate you saying that. And it also means that you're in the moment of mm-hmm. what's happening and that you're recognizing that so many things play into you actually being in that moment, right? Yeah. And being able to recognize that is everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, such a game changer. Yeah. So you'll enjoy the book when you read it. You'll really, <laughs> okay. you'll enjoy it. It'll that. like, yeah. It's on the whenever. list of like 500 books I need to yeah. read. Yeah. Whenever you get to okay. it. Like, and for those listening, if they're looking for another read, it's like a hundred pages. So it's a good, okay. like, quick, yeah, it's like a good quick read. Um, so I'm curious, are there any movements that you like love to hate? Or things that maybe you don't love to hate. You Girl, just hate. listen, running, okay, <laughs> running. Like I grew up as like with soccer, you were running, but you were chasing a ball. Yeah. But then you had to run as punishment. Yeah. So like running has always been oh my this. Gosh. Yeah, totally. It's it, always punishment. It's a negative Every sport. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And then I decided to do track and field in college. So again, now we're back to running. Um, and in my event, I did the heptathlon, and the last thing is an eight hundred. And so, and for anybody that doesn't know, that's two times around the track in a full out sprint. And it's the last of, it's the seventh event. So by that time you're just already exhausted, but I had to train for that. So running has just, I never, I'll sprint, but any distance is nothing that I love doing. But secretly, not secretly, now I'm making it public. (laughs) (laughs) I um, am going to try and train for a half marathon um, in April. So- My heels bother me right now, so I got to make sure that everything's okay when I run. But yeah, so we'll see. I'm trying to – basically, I just am looking at it as a challenge. Like anything that I don't like – I feel like a lot of times in life, the things that you don't like or the things that you despise probably have the biggest learning lessons in them. So I'm like there's something in that running and me being out and about with my body that hopefully I will will learn. And so – we're going to start that process. That's fun, though. I'll let you guys know how it goes. It's It'll be good, though. I think yeah. it'll be a good challenge. Well, and the thing is, distance running is what I don't like. Like, I don't mind sprinting. And yeah. I'm going to kind of – I'm going to use myself as a little bit of a guinea pig mm-hmm. for this half marathon. And I'm going to do a lot of interval training mm-hmm. and see if it works. Yeah. So, you know, I may show up to the marathon and not be able to do any of it <laughs> and just be out there kind of like sprint, walk, sprint, walk. But, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What about any movements that you just like love? Like what is your go-to just like you love doing it? It makes you feel like a badass. Well, I love any body weight movement. I love what it feels like to be able to move my body around in whatever way my mind thinks that it wants to do it. Um, And so that's like my favorite thing, being able to like accomplish – what would like pull-ups even or mm-hmm. like being able to like I like push-ups like yeah. a lot of things that have to do with body weight which forever I was like I, I just didn't have the ability to move my body around that was always that had been something that I'd worked on for the past I don't know since getting out of college mm-hmm. um I love lifting mm-hmm. uh I don't do a lot of it anymore but I love Olympic lifting like there's just mm-hmm. something so powerful um with like throwing that bar around um 
I love plyometrics. Like I would love jumping of any type, you know, I'm all about, I just, I love movement. There's not a lot that I don't like. Like I just, <laughs> just, the, just the distance running, <laughs> just the distance running, just, you know, but we're going to crush that. And you know, maybe I'm going to, I'm going to have a love for that as well. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I, I don't that. like dancing. Really? If that, if that comes down to like, yeah, movement. why yeah. not? Cause I'm not good at it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> don't like things I'm not good at. First of all. Um, but I did try, I, I will say I'm not like, I don't, shy away from things that I'm not good at. Yeah. Like I will try. And mm-hmm. I did maybe like two years ago, I actually hired um, a coach to like try and teach me how to dance. Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe I need to go back to that. Cause I think yeah. again, there's this learning lesson. There's this like really humbling thing when you're mm-hmm. just terrible at something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe I just, maybe I need to pick that back up. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun though. Yeah. Yeah. So I would love to circle back a little bit to talk to you about um, working with trainers because I love when trainers have trainers. I think maybe for a lot of people who aren't in fitness, they may think like, well, why do you, why do you want or need a trainer if you like have all of this fitness knowledge? Um, So let's like talk a little bit more about like what working with other trainers, what that experience has been like for you and why you like to do that. Well, it's been incredible, first of all. Um, I'm always – I'm somebody that believes in, like, constantly learning anyways. And yeah. so not only am I in the position where, you know, I'm getting a workout in and somebody's holding me accountable, but I'm also learning. And mm-hmm. I think that we – you know, being in this industry and the understanding the human body is constantly evolving. Yeah. So being able to be in that space of always wanting to learn more and learn from others is hugely important. Um, but I also just – I'm a team person and I don't, I enjoy working out with people. Um, And so right now, like I, I ebb and flow with like the groups of people that I work out with just Mm -hmm. because my schedule is so crazy, but I just like that. I like being around people. Like movement for me is also community. It's not Mm -hmm. only a connection with myself, but it's a connection with those around me as well. Um, And so, yeah, it's just fun. It's fun to wake up every morning talk crap to rebel, have him push. Like, it's just fun. It's so fun. And I just, I find so much joy in that. And I am at the point now where I just really, like, I like somebody to push me. I like somebody to pull the best out of me. Um, I spent so many years pulling the best out of myself Mm -hmm. and trying to pull the best out of others that, I don't know, maybe you can call it lazy, but I just would prefer that somebody else does that (laughs) for me now. So yeah, it's fun. I could not agree more with like how good it sometimes feels to just have someone else tell you what to do. Oh yeah. It's everything. (laughs) It's literally everything. Like, and definitely I think, I think it's important too for me not to get comfortable. Like Rebel, he'll have no problem calling me out for things too, which is, you know, you, I need that now. I'm getting, I don't want to be complacent. Like I need somebody to be like, I know you could do more or I know you could push that harder. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, like, it is a little bit of my own, like, ego struggle of that I can't pull that out of myself anymore. But again, it goes back to knowing yourself. And I'm just really, I've done that for so many years. I push myself balls to the wall, crazy hard for so many years that now I'm just like, okay, fine. Like, it takes one other person to encourage me enough to, to pull that out of myself. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. I think that that's such a good lesson that could be applied to so many things. Totally. Yeah. yeah. We don't always have to do it all on our own. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. So in addition to half marathon that you have coming up, are there any other like movement styles that maybe you haven't done yet that you really want to try? Listen, <clears throat> so I have been told that I can't throw a punch. 
<laughs> not I've never been in a fight, people. Just oh, yeah. like I mean, I was about to ask no, more no, questions. No, no. Not a fighter. <laughs> not a fighter. I'm a lover. But um, I anytime I try to do anything boxing wise, like it's the one thing that people come back. Not the one thing, but like people will come back and let me know. They have no problem letting me know how terrible I am at <laughs> boxing. And boss as well is like, you cannot throw a punch. So I have this secret little thing of at some point in time, I think I would like to do a little bit more boxing and incorporate that. Like yeah. that's the one, when I think about movement, that's the one thing that I feel like I'd like to master and get under, not master, I'm never going to master that, but just feel a little bit more confident in. Yeah. It's also a great workout. Um, so I think that would be, that's the only other kind of like goal that I've had in my mind for a little while. Um, but it changes all the time. Yeah. Like I just, all the time I decide I want to be able to do something and, you know, then we'll train and, and I'll attempt to go do it. So yeah. 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 I don't have a lot of movement goals right now. I think and just getting okay back too. in. Yeah. That's okay too. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just getting back in the flow of things and feeling like I'm back in the groove of being able to do the things that I want to do physically is just my goal right now. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So this could be literally from any time, the question I'm about to ask, but has there been a time where you have like sought out a new type of movement or like sought out something that's like kind of crazy and been able to achieve it and you were like super pumped about it? And if so, what was it? Hmm. Maybe just CrossFit right now is the only one that really comes to mind. But mm -hmm. back in the day for me, when, when I graduated from college, I really didn't feel like I had reached my potential mm -hmm. in um, competition at all. Yeah. And so I wanted to be able to test myself still. Mm -hmm. I was like, there's more left in you. Yeah. After you heal, like, let's go experience that. Um, and I never ended up doing like a CrossFit games or anything. My body just couldn't withstand it. But within my training to attempt to try and get there, we did this strong woman um, meet. Yeah. And um, and I did really well at that. I think I won it. I did really well at that. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and that kind of like, it gave me my like, okay, you have it in you if you want to. Um, but it that taught me so many lessons though. Just training CrossFit wise, it, it put a lot to rest for me. It put my competition days to rest. Mm. And it allowed me to have such a different respect and understanding for my body. And it was like one of the last slap on the wrist that I needed to be basically telling myself, like, this is the one body you have. Like, you are sitting out here trashing it right now. And no knock to CrossFit because it works for some people. But yeah. the way that I was training and, and what I wanted to be able to do with my body, just my body was like, nah, yeah. calm down. It's not going to work. Yeah. And so um, I think that was the last time that I, like, had really had a goal of wanting to do something and went and attempted to achieve it and did okay at it and then bowed out, mm -hmm. <laughs> bowed out. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. And so during those times, I mean, we know, you know, we've kind of shared your story on the show here in earlier episodes. We know that like overcoming injury is something that you've experienced, mm -hmm. especially in your collegiate days. Um, so during times where maybe you have had an injury or some burnout or kind of a physical setback, how did you still get your need for movement in while still allowing yourself to rest and heal? What did that look like? Um, that is a great question. Um, well, my the biggest situation that this happened was I broke my leg. Uh -huh. And so that was like, oh, okay. Well, you and that have, was more recent, like, like a couple years was ago. It like two or? years ago, I think. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know. But that was kind of the eye opening of like, oh, wow. Like, you, okay, everything has changed mm -hmm. now. But it also opened my eyes to there's always a way to move. And yeah. so back when that happened, I mean, I was basically working on a whole bunch of single leg stuff, core mm -hmm. and upper body. Like it taught me no matter what, I can yeah. find a way to move. Yeah. 
But I also think it just means um, being really open-minded with the ways that you move. Like mm-hmm. if you need a break from movement, maybe it means you need a break from going to your classes or going to the gym, but maybe what would feel incredible is walking. Yeah. Like I recently, um, so my naturopath basically said, I think you need to cut out some of your weekend stuff mm-hmm. movement-wise. Mm-hmm. And he challenged me to start walking. So a few of my girlfriends, we all get together on Sundays now and we go and we walk. Yeah. And it feels incredible. Yeah. And so it's not like nothing was taken away from me. Yeah. It's just I flipped, you know, a, my mindset around a little bit what it meant to move that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's a big a big shift is what your expectations are and like how you define movement and working out. Yeah. And again, it's kind of what I feel like is one of my biggest goals in life is to help people redefine that. Like yeah. it doesn't mean you have to go into the gym and lift weights. You know, you may never step foot in a gym, but in which way do you move and listen to your body and take care of yourself? Yeah, exactly. Always do your best. Always do your best. Yes, I love that. that. (laughs) Wow. It's a powerful little statement we need to remember. It is. It totally is. Um, But I, I think that that is so great because for so many people who are especially like love fitness or have maybe had points where they could do things with more intensity... It's almost this feeling of like, well, if I'm not like super out of breath, it doesn't count. Or well, mm-hmm. if I'm not just like killing it, it doesn't count. Like, and oh, yeah. feeling like something has been taken away. And it's like any way that you can move, whether it's a walk or a hike or even a five minute stretch. Oh yeah, it benefits you. Oh yeah, I mean, oh yeah, and I love that you're saying that. I mean, the human body is made to move, and it's not made to move in just one capacity. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. So coming back back from the broken leg, I also got I had never really done yoga before and I got into yoga. And so that was another way for me to be challenged without it it was challenging, but it wasn't like the out of breath challenging. Yeah. Um didn't really my body doesn't really love yoga, which kind of like goes down the rabbit hole of then uh, like creating more of the mobility program and this and that, but it really it did teach me that there are so many different capacities Um, and ways to move. And that, again, everything comes in seasons and that it is really healthy to cycle your body through varying ways to move. And I think one of... One of the reasons now why, and again, knock on wood, why I remain, you know, relatively healthy with all the things that I do is because I am constantly varying it. We don't, like, I'm really varying what I do um, basically all day, every day. So I think that that's, you know, an important mindset to have, an open mindset is an important mindset to have. Oh my gosh, totally. Yeah. And I think just like... Not to get woo woo, but I always get woo woo. <laughs> Wait, pause. It. We need to stop saying not to get woo woo because we both do that. We're woo woo people. We're woo woo. We'll just okay. Let's just keep it woo woo. <laughs> keep it woo woo. Also, like as I learn more about our bodies, especially as women and how our bodies work and our cycles, like every week we have something totally yeah. different going oh, on with our bodies, yep. which energetically feels good to move in different ways. Yep. But then I also think about like the seasons. So right now when we're recording this. It is winter 2020. Like, we think about winter. We think about nature. Like, during winter, things kind of die. Like, mm-hmm. they lay low. And so even if we're in kind of a winter of movement where, like, yes, we're still moving, but it's more low, like, that's okay. And then during the spring, that's when things kind of come back to life and we pick things up. And then during the summer, things are hopping. Like, it's also okay to let yourself kind of go with the seasons because I actually think that's what our bodies are designed to, to do. do. Oh my gosh. Amen less. Say that louder. I totally agree. And as you're saying this, I'm like having to absorb it and remind <laughs> myself. Like as you are actually saying this, I'm like, she is so right. Are you listening to what she's saying right now? But it's so true. Yeah. It is 
that is what happens yeah. and being okay with that. And again, I'm going to sound like a broken record now. I'm going to take your neutral, but being neutral to mm-hmm. things and like being accepting of things and doing our best in those times and those seasons is the only thing that matters. And I think that the only way that you know where your best is though, is that you're really honest with yourself and that you're connected with yourself. And so that's where I just feel like that's where the work needs to happen. And when you know, like I know I can be judgmental of myself that I can't do the things that I could do like three months ago. But at the same point in time, I know that I feel great. I know that I'm so happy and I know that things that matter are, that's what really matters, you know? And that's what I, that's what I need to place value on. So Amen, Les. Seasons Oof. for everything. Preach. Amen. Ah, uh, that was so good. I feel like that was a good mic drop too. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and we're out. But seriously, on that note, I do believe, I mean, I think that's a great rap. And I think yeah. that, I think that if we can encourage anything, it's for everybody to pay attention to their own journey and their own cycle in life. And whatever season that you're in is the only season that really matters. Mm-hmm. And just being able to listen to yourself and respect that is the most important thing. Amen. Thank you so much, Les, again, for being here and for always bringing the amazing conversations and topics and getting me to talk. I so appreciate (laughs) you and I appreciate all of you for tuning in. Team, thank you so much for being a part of the KaisaFit podcast. And a major thank you to my girl, Les, from Balanced Black Girl Podcast for making this dream a reality. You can go check us out at kaisafit.com and if you have a moment, leave a review on Apple Podcast. This is new and I would love to hear what you think. Thanks again for joining us.